Hi guys, it's Sister Spill and welcome back to Spillcast. So today I have an exciting episode just because it's something a little bit different. I told you guys last week that I'd probably be doing a guest episode for this week and I am. Um, In this episode I will be just having kind of a casual conversation with one of my listeners named Cleo and it was a really good experience. I feel like we got some good um, conversation um, out of each other and so I think that this will be enjoyable for you guys and um, before I get to that I do want to do my like traditional advice or I guess podcast um, format so I'll do like a little bit of advice and a little bit of tea but then after that we're just going to jump straight into the guest part of the episode. Um, first of all I always include something about my personal life. I thought this would be funny to share that today um, since I am still attending school online um at least for the most part, I, today, I joined my Zoom class with my sister spill Zoom by accident, um, because basically yesterday when I was recording for this, um, guest episode, I had Cleo go on a a Zoom call, and so I used my sister spill account, so obviously, like, my profile picture would be my sister spill logo, and then my name would be sister spill, so that, like, obviously she'd know it was me, um, And so because I was signed into that Zoom account, I never uh, remember to sign out of that account. Normally, I'm not signed into Zoom at all. I just click on the link through my classes. And so I guess I was still signed in. And so when I went to join my first period Zoom today, I literally joined this like and I saw my sister spill logo like on there and it said, you know, I think it maybe said like sister spill is connecting to audio and I froze for a second and I was like oh my god no way did I just do that like people are probably so confused um luckily there was no way of knowing it was me because the name literally said sister spill I didn't turn my camera on or anything and like who who would know that it was me it my teacher probably just thought it was something weird going on so anyways I joined and then I immediately left I was like oh shoot, I did not mean to do that. That's so embarrassing. So I left and I rejoined once I had signed out of that Sister Spill account, but I thought that that was a funny story to kick off today's podcast. Very embarrassing for me. I'm lucky that like it was only for a split second, um, but that terrified me. And also that class was like a really, really small class, maybe like 10 people, literally super small. And I don't even think that many people were in the Zoom. So I don't really know if anyone noticed. Obviously, like, my teacher, when you're letting people in um, in a Zoom, it shows, like, Sister Spill wants to be admitted, and I, I guess he decided to let me in. I don't know. Like, as a teacher, if I saw that, I'd be like, who is Sister Spill? Kind of weird. Um, but anyways, yeah, that was kind of scary. On to my advice segment. I did get some interesting requests for this week. I might not be able to read all of them just because I don't want to drag this episode out too long since we already, like, this episode is primarily serving as um, a guest episode and so I don't want to take too much of that time up. And I did uh, actually respond to some advice or one advice with uh, my guest, so that will be there too to look forward to. Um, But anyways, I wanted to talk about this one, this DM that I got. They said, hey, Sister Spill, I recently have been feeling insecure about myself, specifically with my YouTube channel. I feel like no one wants to watch my content and I'm having trouble growing my channel. I really like posting random stuff on there, but something has gotten on my nerves. Um, 
my friend who has less subscribers than me has surpassed me. He has more than 20 subscribers than me. I know it's wrong to feel jealous, but I'm having mixed thoughts, um, especially because I've been on YouTube a few for a few years before him. He only got more popular because he posted videos related to an upcoming movie. I tried to do the same thing, but I got nowhere. I almost felt like quitting. Um, I don't want to hurt that person because I really love him. New update, he almost has 30 more than me, but he'll probably get 100 more very soon. Okay, so right off the bat, I just want to say that I empathize with you because I really, I have been in this situation. I remember in middle school, I had a friend who made this Animal Jam channel, and I don't know if any of you guys ever played Animal Jam, if you've heard of it, whatever, but it's basically this online game, kind of similar to like Club Penguin, uh, Webkins, Roblox even, like it's not similar to that, but like that type of game where like you have a character, it's basically just an animal, that's why it's called Animal Jam. Um, you have an animal, you have like these clothing items, all sorts of stuff. So it's just a fun online game and it was something that I had played in elementary school, but I had this good friend in middle school who decided to make a channel based on Animal Jam and I that was before I had ever gained any sort of recognition on, on any of my channels or had any subscribers or anything with what I did and so I saw her gaining subscribers. She eventually got to like a thousand and you know, she would be live streaming and people would give her like gifts on Animal Jam and I would be so jealous because I was like, she's not even like someone who's been interested in YouTube. Like I've literally been doing YouTube for my whole life and like now my friend comes up and she's just automatically getting success. Like this is not fair or whatever. I totally understand. Like when I read this DM, I was like, I feel so similarly um, to you. At least I felt not anymore, obviously. That was a middle middle school thing, but like, it's just crazy because I really feel like I've been in that exact situation. Um, I saw her subscribers grow and mine weren't. At the time, I also made an Animal Jam channel. I don't remember if I made it after her because I was like inspired or if I already had one. I'm pretty sure I already had one. Um, but anyways, yeah, so we both had Animal Jam channels and mine wasn't doing very well. Actually, at one point I did get, get a thousand subscribers on that channel. But before that, like I didn't really see much success. I, you know, was trying to do live streams just like she was. I was playing the game. I was honestly editing my videos way better than her, like not to sound condescending or anything, but just because I had so much experience with YouTube and stuff. And so I was like, what am I doing wrong? Like, why am I not getting the same, same success? And honestly, I think one flaw that I want to point out in your message is that you said, you know, I tried to do the same video as my friend and it didn't work out. Well, that's kind of your issue because someone else has already done that and you can try to, you know, take inspiration from his videos or copy what what he's doing as much as you want, but that's not really going to make your content unique from other people. Instead, it's just going to make it similar to everyone else. And what I, what I found over my eight plus years on YouTube is that when you get success, it mostly comes from doing something different or something very eye-catching. Like it either has to be some sort of almost clickbaity type content um, or just super, super like intriguing eye-catching content or it has to be something different. Like you read the title and you're like, whoa, I never would have thought to search this up, but it came on my recommended and this looks super cool and now I'm going to click on it. So it really like it's obviously all in the content like whether or not you happen to get recommended to people in the algorithm is one thing but like making sure that your content is as 
is as good and unique as it can be is one of the biggest things that you can do to boost your channel. So I hope that this helps, but I really think that comparing yourself to your friend is only just going to lead to more jealousy. And honestly, you're going to feel contempt towards your friend because, you know, there's that that competition stirring inside you where you're like, I, I want to be just as good or I want to be better or my friend is passing me like I want to pass my friend. So I don't know. From my experience, when you have that kind of jealousy in a friendship, it's just gonna distance yourself and honestly break up the friendship, even if, like, the other person doesn't know it. It's kind of like a a thing within, and you're just gonna have a lot of contempt for the person, and, and you're gonna distance yourself because of it. So, I think don't let this YouTube stuff get in the middle of your friendship or the way that you feel about your friend. I know that you said that you care about him and, and you don't want to hurt him, so um, I think it was a him. I think. Sorry if I'm getting that wrong, but I think you really just need to focus on yourself and less on other people, especially your friend, because that's only going to lead to more setbacks. If you're so focused on what the competition's doing and you're not focusing on what you should be doing instead, that's that's an issue because you're you're missing out on all this time that you could be having to improve your content. So just make sure to focus on the right things. You know, you can post entirely different content and and get popular that way but you don't have to try and be like your friend be your own person is my main point so you got this another dm that i really liked is this person said hey sister spill i love your podcast listen to it every day before bed and when i get ready for school i need some advice thank you so much for for the support um so they said my school is planning on reopening in a few months and i'm not sure what to expect after lockdown and zoom classes and i know that you have said that your school is returning to go in person and i want to know what is some advice for people who haven't gone to school in months and have and have no idea what to expect after maybe losing friends and almost all your close friends um are in a totally different group thank you love your love your podcast and youtube channel lots um well thank you first of all and i want to say so yes my school is in person now in case any of you guys are wondering it's i have the option to go two days a week i think i mentioned this already so i won't get into it but um i've only been in person one day but also from my experience just that one day and what my friends have told me and stuff and what i've heard from other people i think that it's a lot more chill at least for me than you would think um a lot of like schools and companies and businesses honestly the whole world is just so like lenient right now I feel like because we all know that all of us are struggling and and it's hard to return to things like school after not being there for months or a year even so like just know that like every person that's returning to school is is probably feeling the same way as you are like no one knows what what to expect even teachers don't you know they they don't really know how to teach in this time it's harder um there's so many different aspects that go into it so i think that like you're definitely not alone when you are worrying about this and i think as far as like losing friends during quarantine and now like having to return to school and maybe having like less friends and stuff that's honestly normal i mean i have kept one really close friend to me that goes to my school over quarantine and the other two friends or like other three friends that I had, one of them I pretty much completely lost just because we drifted apart and that's okay with me. Um, The other two friends, like I'm still friends with them, but you know, because of quarantine, I didn't really spend too much time um, really talking to them as much and so we drifted apart. So it's like when I do return to school, you know, I I can be, be able to like pick things up with them again, but it's definitely not the same. 
Um, and so I really do feel like I only have one super close friend at school. Um, but anyways, I think that for me, I, if it helps you, I'll walk you through my day basically when I came back to school. That was not last Friday, but the Friday before. Um, basically I walked in, I, I actually, well, it wasn't a super normal day, sorry, but I'll tell you what I know. Um, I didn't go to my first period class. I, I went to that on Zoom because I told you guys last episode or the episode before that, sorry, um, that my friend overslept. But when I went to my second period class, it was literally just me and another girl and the teacher. And so that was very chill. Uh, we brought our laptops with us. No one, none of the teachers use any sort of like paper or anything because of COVID. And so everything's just kind of online like we've been doing, but you're doing online in the classroom, if that makes sense. So yeah, like walking around the hallways, it's honestly like so bare, at least for my school, because they only let, you know, half of us back at a time. That's why we have like alternating days. So, you know, it's very chill. Like if you're kind of like an introverted person or you're worried about like the social aspect of it, I I honestly feel like it's the best time to go back because like everything is so distanced. And even if your school does go back, like everyone at once it's still like they have rules set in place um where you know you you gotta keep moving you can't really stop in the hallways to talk to people like you are not allowed in the school building um before a certain time or after a certain time or whatever like it's very strict in that and so there isn't much room for regular socializing I guess as much as like normal life would be um except for maybe at lunch or whatever, um, even then it's just like there are way fewer people that are attending school because people, some people choose to stay online and some people just can't go on that day, so my whole point is that it's very chill, so if you are worried about like the social aspect of it or talking to people or having to interact with people again, it's honestly not that big of a deal because every class that I went to in person, I literally just walked in, chose a seat, and sat down and I didn't actually ever have to talk to anyone because it was just like you have your mask on and you have to stay distanced and so that's kind of that so honestly I wouldn't worry too much about it and I really like I understand how it feels to not really have any close friends with you in your same group I get that because I'm going through the same thing I only have one close friend with me in my group and then other people that I'd be friends with are in the other group but like I don't know a lot of people are are dealing with the same thing where they're being split up from their friends and stuff so just know that like a lot of people are going to be confused they're going to be lost they're not going to know who they want to hang out with or what they're going to do so um honestly what to expect overall is no one knows what to expect you don't know what to expect until you actually go and then you realize like it's okay it's almost like when you go to the first day of school for like a new year like you don't know what to expect you don't know what your teachers are like or who's going to be in your classes but once you do after those first few days like it's it's chill because you've gotten used to it and like you've settled down and you're like okay this is fine I can do this so I hope that that gives you kind of some sense of peace this person said hey girl I just want to say that I love your podcast so much and it's honestly helped me so much to get through quarantine. So I would love some advice. A couple of months ago, I was quarantine quarantining with my best friend because we were both exposed to COVID. Because we had two weeks to do nothing, we spent loads of time on our phones playing video games while calling our friends. One night while we were playing, my friend added this boy to our game. He seemed super nice and I became very comfortable with him. Now this boy now this boy 
um, didn't live in our state and because we literally didn't even know him and we didn't want him to get any of my personal information, I made up a fake name and expected it to just be a one-time game. However, my best friend loved him so she called him every night and played video games with him constantly. This didn't bother me, I personally just didn't want him to know any of my information. Because my best friend was calling him every night and I was quarantined with her, he ended up hearing my voice and seeing my face. At this point, I still didn't mind. I mean, it wasn't like I was ever going to meet him, right? As a joke with my best friend, I made up a whole fake identity for myself. To me, it was all lighthearted as if I would never meet him, but unfortunately, I was wrong. Because last week, I found out that my family was moving to a city and I'm going to a school. It's the biggest coincidence ever. And what's worse is that my best friend told the boy that I'm moving to a city, though he doesn't know yet that I'm moving to his town and state. I'm so scared that once I get to a school, he'll realize that I lied and he'll find out who I really am. I know I should tell him I lied, but I like this guy as a friend and once I get there and he finds out the truth, he will no longer trust me and won't want to be my friend. Is honesty really the best policy when it means I have to lose a friend? Okay, I honestly feel like this is one of the crazier stories that I've read on my podcast. Um, This is just the weirdest coincidence. Like, how is it possible that you meet this guy online through playing games and now you're moving to a city like exact city and going to his exact school like if <laughs> i hope you're not like joking with me because like i this is just like how like i don't know i'm just very 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 shocked because that kind of thing seems to happen like once in a lifetime like that does not seem like it'd be common but anyways um wow this is really interesting i think um i already know my answer and honestly that is to be honest with him and i know that you think that it's gonna go like the worst way possible and that like he won't want to be your friend anymore and i don't know this guy maybe he's sensitive or maybe he'll get hurt over something like this but i i truly feel like if you explain to him that you were afraid for your own like safety and privacy and you were just concerned about that and that was a reason for lying to him I feel like it's not that big of a deal because if you tell him the full and honest truth and the reasoning behind why you lied and made up this fake identity um it it seems likely that he'd understand if I were him I'd be like oh I get it like you shouldn't have lied to me but I really do understand how scary it can be like giving your personal information out to a stranger so I get it like honestly if he's not understanding about it I'd be a little concerned just because I feel like you're not in the wrong here like yes you lied but it was for good reason like I feel like there's a difference between just straight up lying to someone um when you have like ill intent or lying to protect someone or something and in this case you're protecting yourself like you're literally scared because it was a stranger so I get that um so I honestly don't think that you did anything wrong in this situation and I feel like you should tell him and say hey like I just found out that I'm actually moving to where you live and I just wanted to let you know that like I've not been truthful about my actual identity and you know, now that I'm moving, I feel like it's a good time to tell you. It's not meant to hurt you or anything, but I genuinely was just afraid to give out my personal information. So I hope you understand. And that's that. And if he doesn't understand, he doesn't understand. And that sucks. But I feel like honesty is the best policy, especially in this situation. Like if you don't tell him and then he finds out some other way, like that's going to hurt more rather than you just coming to him and telling him right away and just being like, hey, I lied, but here's my reason why. And I think that it'll be okay. The last thing that I'm going to read before we get into the guest portion of the episode is something that someone DM'd me that they wanted to kind of address and I asked if I could put it in the podcast um, regarding 
some advice that I gave last week. So they said, in regards to your recent podcast episode, the person who said she was finding it a little annoying slash uncomfortable that the friend was always talking about their sexuality, I just thought that I could provide a little extra information on that from the perspective of someone who's by myself and closeted for the most part. When people come out, it's usually a quite it's usually quite a big deal for them and there would have been a lot of self-questioning leading up to the point where they're comfortable to come out. It took me a year to get grips with just accepting myself, so once someone comes out, the reason they may talk about it a lot is because of relief. It's just a case of wanting to feel accepted for who you are and when it comes to the point that you can finally talk about your relationships like any straight person would, it's all you really want to do for some people because you've had to sort of hide it for a while and keep it to yourself. In no way in no way do I think the person who sent in the confession is homophobic. I just thought that I could provide a a little more information as to why their friend may talk about it a lot and hopefully let them be a little bit more patient with it with it however i do understand it can be a little frustrating if there's other stuff they want to talk about but just a reminder for them to be a little more patient and of course they can always change the subject as long as they're being respectful about it so yeah just want to add that in honestly agree with everything that this person said um i just thought that that would kind of shed some light on my recent podcast where i give advice so yeah then the last thing i'm just going to talk about tiny bit of tea um i wanted to mention uh, a prank that bryce did recently not on addison not the cheating one um but a new prank seems like he's been on a roll lately so he did a prank where he pranked dixie to Emilio, and he basically hired strippers essentially to come to his house and he blindfolded noah who obviously is dating dixie and he put noah on this couch and then he had the strippers come out and noah had like earphones in um like blasting music and so he couldn't hear anything that was going on he had a blindfold on couldn't see anything so he was just sitting there and then bryce had these strippers come up and they were like literally standing right in front of him like half naked and if you want to see this it's also on bryce's channel but um then they decided that they were going to facetime dixie so they facetime dixie dixie is shown these strippers and noah blindfolded and she looks super mad, like super annoyed and like confused. And then right like before she hangs up, Bryce takes off Noah's blindfold and Noah looks and he's like, whoa, like what is going on? Like starts laughing kind of. And Dixie hangs up and she was really mad about it. And if I were her, I would be too, just honestly, because I don't know. I, I feel like if I were Bryce, I wouldn't really mess with someone's relationship like that. Like Noah kind of laughed it off and like Bryce told Dixie himself like yeah this was a prank I'm so sorry none of it was Noah it was all me but like it was clear that Dixie did not appreciate it she was asked by like the Hollywood fix um the paparazzi like what she thought about it and she was just like I didn't like it like I didn't like it but no one no one I are fine but she was clearly like annoyed about the whole situation so did not seem fun for her at all and then Mark and Heidi Dixie's parents were asked about the situation and Mark was like no comment but Heidi jumped in and she was like yeah like I feel like it was very very disrespectful of Bryce to do that like don't mess with my daughter and then also it seems like Mikey Tua and Danielle Cohn are back together again honestly I cannot keep track at this point if they're happy they're happy but it very much is, has been confusing me um and with that we are gonna go right ahead into the guest part of my episode enjoy guys Hi guys, so this is my guest, Cleo. Um, if you want, you can introduce yourself and maybe say something exciting about yourself. Hi everyone, my name is Cleo. I live in Hawaii. I like to play Minecraft. I The reason I kind of found your YouTube channel 
is because, I don't know, I wasn't really on straight, I don't know if it's still called straight TikTok, but just, you know, the common popular influencers anymore, but I wanted to still be able to know what was going on, so if people were interested in that and they wanted to talk to me about it, then I would know what was going on, but personally, I like to watch Twitch streamers, and I just play Minecraft a lot, so yeah, that's a little bit about me. Very cool, it sounds so exciting, and how do you like living in Hawaii? I've been curious about that. Well, I feel like Hawaii is very, uh, what's the word? Very diverse. It's not like the mainland where it's just dominated by, you know, just, I don't know how to say this, like just the regular population of just those regular people. Here, it's like you see, you know, people from all over the world and it's just common. Like it's just a normal thing. You know, you have Hispanics, Asians, African-Americans, white people like me. You know, uh, and it's just normal here, which I love about here because I used to live in Louisiana where it was just, you know, Louisiana is a very um, Caucasian dominated state. Yeah. And it wasn't common to see other people around. But, you know, it's just normal here, which I really love. As far as the landscape goes, of course, it's lovely beaches. You know, the mountains are beautiful gorgeous it's um very expensive though it's very expensive even though it's far away from family in the mainland i i love it here that's very cool i i went to hawaii once when i was like a baby but obviously i was too young to remember so yeah i would love to go back um someday i will which island did you go to do you remember i have no idea i would have to ask my parents in your original message that you sent me, you said that you had some ideas like um, Black Lives Matter, astrology, mental health, positivity, school, drama, and then you wrote about your cousin. So I didn't know if any of that has changed, if you like had any more ideas, what necessarily like did you want to talk about? I was really, really excited. Like whenever I listen to your advice segments, I'm like, oh, I want to say this. Like, I agree, I want to say this, so I'm really interested about the advice segment, and um, recently, actually yesterday, I went to a bookstore, and I got a book about, um, I got a book about astrology, I'm in Aries, and I got, a, it's a, it just says Aries on it, and it has a ram, so I'm interested in reading this, and like, learning about what I am, I guess, because I feel like it's really interesting. But yeah, advice, I'm really interested in, um, anything really. Yeah, I totally get that, I... I don't know, I don't think I actually know anyone close to me that's an Aries, but I think they're cool signs. Well, now you do. Now you do. Now I do, yeah. Um, very cool. Well, I hope that you find some good information in that book that you got. But yeah, I'm glad that you like my advice segment. It's like the most popular part of my podcast, um, definitely. Like I, I have a lot of people asking me for advice every week. Some of it doesn't make it in because I'm like... It's, it's a lot of it's like the repeats of stories that I always hear, but it's, it's a fun thing to do. How has your experience been with like school during the pandemic or like how has that been for you? Very interesting. So um, what happened for me was in March, we didn't really have like a day designated for a lockdown or like a close down. Here in Hawaii, it was just, um, I didn't go back after spring break. Yeah. At first, I was like, you know, it's just a week. Like, I can't wait to go back. Everything's going to be fine. And then it turned into two weeks, and then it turned into the whole summer. And then now I'm a freshman, and I haven't even met my teachers, and I haven't even been on my high school campus for school. Oh. Um, so this whole 
school year I've been online. I had hopes that we would go back in third quarter, but it doesn't look like that, and they're not projecting it to for us to go back in fourth quarter either. You know, the population of our state is just over a million, but we have a lot of cases for a million, I would say. You know, people partying and people traveling doesn't help either. You know, it's still wear your masks all the time, social distancing, it's, you know, only a few people out in the store at once. But other than that, um, I think school's really taken a toll on how I learn, especially in math. I used to, like, I love math when I understand it, Yeah. you know? It's fun when you understand it, it's fun when you understand it. But when you don't, you just don't want to do it. So um, learning math has definitely been way harder, especially since I'm taking geometry. I think I might get a tutor because honestly, I'm struggling. But besides that, you know, breakout rooms are the most awkward thing in the world. Everyone knows oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. Well, I, when you said you were a freshman, I was like, oh no, because it's like the worst time to be in this pandemic. Because like you, like you said, like you don't get to meet your teachers or like get to go on your campus and stuff. Like that's hard because when you're a freshman, you're supposed to be able to like actually go to school and like um, get introduced to high school. But instead, you're stuck on online, which sucks. But um hopefully next year will be a little better i'm guessing it will be with the vaccine and everything but like this whole thing has just been so crazy i i relate with you on the math thing it's like i like it when i understand it but literally i have not learned anything (laughs) dude i'm so scared i'm so scared for next year because i think i'm still it feels like i haven't practiced math in like over a year because i haven't been learning really yeah I, um, my teacher is, like, a he's kind of older, and he, he teaches, like, he's a professor, instead of teaching, like, he's a teacher for students. He asks us stuff, like, do you guys see that, instead of teaching us how to do it, and, um, honestly, the program he uses has, like, a given example button, and honestly, I've learned more from that button than him, which I feel bad about, because, you know, he's trying to teach us, but I just, I just don't learn from him, so that's why I'm looking to get a tutor, because, you know, I want to be prepared. I want to be prepared. Yeah, no, that's a good idea, honestly. Like, if you're not learning, you might as well get a tutor. Because from my experience, my my freshman uh, math teacher was just so bad to the point where, like, I just literally didn't learn anything. And, like, I gave up in that class. And um, and sophomore year, it was, it was kind of the same. I got a little bit of a better teacher, but, like, barely learned anything. And now I'm in junior year, and I'm like... I've got to take, like, these tests and stuff. Like, I feel like I have not learned math since, like, middle school. Like, I know. So it's so hard. So don't do what I did. Like, actually be prepared. Yeah. I think um, I had a really, really good teacher in eighth grade when I was in Algebra 1. I love taking notes, and she just gave us the best notes. Oh, I miss her so much. But she was awesome, and I learned so much from her. And that's, like, all been taken away because I can't remember anything how speaking of the pandemic how has like your mental health been affected by the pandemic because I'm curious like I know a lot of people have struggled and some people have like really improved their lives so I don't know yeah um for me I'm so grateful that my mental health is actually pretty good you know I I lost a lot of motivation to like um work out and stuff like that I lost motivation to do homework like right after school. Well, in my opinion, I don't think students want to sit in their desk for six hours and then go straight to homework. 
I personally don't want to do that. So yeah. I lost motivation to do like homework when I need to. I just don't feel motivated to do it. There was a death in the family, but I he was yeah, he was my cousin mm-hmm. and he lived here. He was my only cousin that lived here. All the rest live on the mainland and he was 28. Oh wow, young. And and I'm 13. Yeah. So I didn't really get to know him that well, even though like I would see him every so often at my grandparents' house. Mm-hmm. But that's really taking a toll on my family. Yeah, I'm sure. Not really not really me yet because I'm kind of still in denial even though it only happened in January. I just I think in my head I have like a mental block that doesn't let me have poor mental health and I don't know what it is. I just feel like I have a mental block that's like, "Hey Cleo, you can't feel like this because there's worse things that could happen." Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. But my my friends like it's definitely taking a toll on the people that I've gotten to know over quarantine. And, you know, I've been like, hey, you can do this. I know it's hard. And I've helped a lot of people, which I'm proud of myself for because I like to help people. So I I think as far as my mental health, I'm pretty grateful that I have a healthy mental health. But, you know, it always could be better. I, I'm glad that, like, you're doing well. That's that's honestly how it's been for me. Like, I've I've had friends who have just really, like, been dealing with you know, hardcore depression and, um, family issues or whatever it is. And I myself have been pretty much okay, but definitely like recently I've had some thoughts where I'm like, this is crazy that we're still like dealing with this pandemic. And like, it's kind of messed me up thinking about like all the things that I could have been doing with my time. And instead I'm like stuck at home, which is kind of, yeah, it sucks. But for the most part, like, I've been pretty good, and so I'm glad that, like, you're kind of in the same boat as me, but I'm sorry to hear about your loss. And Thanks. That, seriously, never fun losing a family member, especially, like, honestly, in some ways, it could be hard when you don't, like, you didn't get to know them as well, because it's like, wow, I wish I could have gotten to know them better, you know, so that's, that's hard sometimes, but hopefully you and your family will get through this. Yeah, I actually learned a lot about him in like the past two weeks. I don't know if you know what, this is actually really interesting. There's a plant here called collo leaves and basically um, it's a heart-shaped leaf and it grows in a place called a lo'i, which is basically a mud farm. What you can do is you go in into the mud farm and it's like little, it's like long strip patches of collo and you can make poi, which is like this mashed up. I guess it kind of reminds you of mashed potatoes because you mash it, but to me, it tastes like nothing. So I don't really like it that much, Hawaiians would get mad at me if I said that, but I don't know. I'm not a big fan of poi. But he worked at a alo'i patch, and he worked so hard that they named alo'i after him. Oh, wow. And I actually worked in the patch two weeks ago with everyone that he worked with, everyone that he impacted. And then he also was a big skater, so he knew a lot of people at the skate parks. And um, two weeks ago on Sunday, uh, we held a paddle out for him for his funeral and basically what that is is we told everyone that knew him hey we're gonna paddle out at Kailua Beach which is one of the beaches here at 10 o'clock and we're gonna scatter his ashes and the people that were there there was like over 100 people of course you know in the water so it was like spread out yeah but it was very emotionally awakening and be like hey my cousin had an impact on all of these people and these are only the people that could come that's amazing and i I learned so much of, like, his impact. I, I'm glad I got to know more about him. 
Yeah, that's that's super cool. Thank you for sharing that. That's like I think that's something that a lot of like listeners will find interesting too. Wow, that's just super cool. Like all the the impact that he had and like I mean, I'm just really glad that the community came out and like supported him and wanted to, you know, remember him. So that's just very cool. I I love that. Was there something like something else that you wanted to touch on or like something that you want like my listeners to hear, like whatever it might be? I think a very important thing right now that people need to know, my friend has been going through like a little bit of a mental health issue and I've been helping her through it because she doesn't have good friends and she lives on the mainland. She doesn't have good friends that can help her so she has to reach out to me who's like 2,000 miles away from her and she called me and she was like, Cleo, I don't don't like myself and I feel like everything I do is annoying and I'm like, hey, the way you're feeling is okay. The way you're feeling is valid and it's okay to have feelings. You don't have to apologize for the things that you're doing. You don't have to apologize for, you know, being friends with people because you are worth something. That's what I really wanted her to know, that she could get through it and that she matters because a lot of people right now are feeling like they don't matter because, you know, we're just, uh, I mean, not to get all microscopic, but, you know, we are just little sticks living on a floating rock in the middle of nowhere. But even though we're little sticks, that doesn't minimize our problems and how we deal with things. And so um, I've been told, like, you're only 13? You're so mature. How do you, like, I'm like, I don't know. I just, I, I really, like, I don't know. I feel like I don't fit in with my, with my age group because everyone hates those seven babies, but it's fine. No, yeah, I totally get that. I feel like that's, like, the maturity thing is honestly one of the best compliments you could get because knowing that, like, people respect you that way is very cool. It is, it is, it is, it is. I was at my grandparents' house, and uh, there was, like, a th- like a few people over that were very close family friends that knew him and um, my cousin. And uh, basically, she calls herself his sister because they basically grew up together. And I was talking with her, and she's, you know, she's a, she's a mother. She's my dad's age. And we were having, like, really deep conversations about... Um, we are also talking about astrology and um, talking about agriculture and stuff. And she's like wow, you're really mature for your age. Like, you know, other 13-year-olds would just be on their phones not even listening to the conversation. Yeah, of course. But I was listening to all the adults talk, and I was, like, you know, learning a lot. Our Our generation needs to do that more often because no matter how annoying or, like, wise your parents can be or your family members, you learn a lot from them. And I had to learn that through, you know, all the stuff with, my cousin so I've actually learned a lot even about my family members too so I feel very I feel a lot put together because now I know more than I did before you know what I mean yeah I feel like that's like such a good mindset to have too is just to like actually listen to people and like you said like other people your age would probably be on their phones or like not listening and stuff but I think it's really important for like our generation to really like just be willing to learn. So many people I know just aren't willing to learn or they're not open-minded. And I'm like, how can you not like want to learn more about things? Like, I don't know. It's just when you really like tune into your surroundings and like pay attention, um, you can learn a lot of stuff. And like, I don't know, personally, when I'm like curious about something, like maybe I'll be watching a movie and I'm like, oh, where was this filmed or whatever? And I'll look it up like where other people might be like, 
oh, I don't care, like shrug it off. That's obviously a really dumb example, but just in general. Yeah, there's so many things, there's so many aspects that go into your everyday life. How was this movie made? Who was making it? Where did they film it? Or things as, you know, as complex as um, how does the moon affect the ocean? Stuff like that. You should know about these and you should learn about them. And even learning from your family members is like the best thing. And it, it kind of hurts that, you know, people aren't willing to learn or they've lost that will to learn over quarantine and over this whole pandemic because I know like you just maybe want to sit in bed all day or just not eat anything but you should you'll eventually gain back the mentality of being like hey i really want to learn about this because learning is one of the best feelings you could ever get when you know what you're talking about to someone and you can teach another person too it's kind of like a chain effect i learned from my parents and now i can teach my friends about this topic and they can teach their friends and such and so i know that learning is very very important but it can also go away very easily yeah definitely it's it is sad like how so many people have lost their motivation to learn or whatever but i also feel like the people who truly truly are willing to learn like they will put in like the most effort and obviously i'm not saying that like everyone is just being lazy or they're not trying to learn like no but some people don't put in as much effort as maybe they should because i think that people need to realize that like when you learn stuff like just educating yourself on anything it it like sets you apart like you have something to talk about you like you have something to bring to conversations if you it builds know, your personality like, yeah of course like if you just know a lot about a certain topic like for example if you know a lot about geography or whatever you've traveled a lot if you meet someone new and they're like oh i'm from so and so you know exactly like how to start up the conversation and like it's just very cool to see like how people's um perspectives and like different education can kind of blend together and like it's just it's very cool learning is a good thing yeah i'm gonna do some advice here with cleo uh just this one person sent me a dm and they said hi sister spill so this close friend of mine started to drift away from me and we wouldn't talk for like a week straight and this is weird because we used to have long conversations every day when quarantine first started and I thought asking, I thought about asking her what's happening between us would help, but she gave excuses like my phone died or I dropped my phone, which is totally okay, but for a week straight? Anyways, she's my only friend and I don't really know what to do. I literally only talk to her and I'm kind of reflecting this on myself, thinking what I've done wrong or I'm not enough, um, and that's it. So if you want to go first, let me know if you have any thoughts about this. Ooh, I relate to this so much. This actually happened to me. It was a little different though. What happened was I had like a little miscommunication between me and two friends and we were in the French group of three. Don't ever get in the French group of three. It's probably like the worst thing you could do as like a really young person if you don't all get along the best. If you're not all, you know, if you're not all aware of each other's feelings. But anyway, I used to ask her for help on homework, on math homework, because I was struggling in that subject. And I used to be like, let's call her Martha, because that's a really common name. Hey, Martha, can you help me um, with this math? I have no idea how to do it. And she'd be like, sure, Cleo, I'll help you with this. And I kept on asking her, but she never asked me for help back. So I didn't want to use her. I I was like, the last thing I want to do is use you, Martha, in my head. And so I just wasn't going to ask her for help anymore. Because, you know, that's the worst thing if you feel like your friends are using you. So... 
I wasn't asking her for help on homework anymore. She didn't text me that often. So it ended up going from October all the way until like January and she hadn't texted me for anything. So she was just kind of ghosting me and I would text her, Merry Christmas, Happy Halloween, New Year's Eve. I mean, Happy New Year's, no texts back. I mean, that's the least you can do, right? Like say Happy New Year's back or Merry Christmas back, you know? So I was kind of hurt by that. And so we had to go to school to pick up a book we were reading in English class. So conveniently enough, I saw her um, walking to the library while I was leaving and I was I waved at her and I was like hey Martha and she just walked right past me you know that's kind of like um hello like that kind of hurt me so I got home and I texted her and I was like hey I don't know what's going on I saw you at the library you didn't say hi back I don't know if you just don't want to be friends with me anymore if you don't like me anymore but what's going on and she asked me I don't know, Cleo, are we friends anymore? And we have this whole back and forth text discussion or argument about like, I was kind of disappointed she didn't say hi to me. And then now we're not friends anymore because I should have called her instead of texted because that was immature of me. But the way she acted was just really immature over text and I was really hurt by it. And she was also one of my only friends at the time. I learned that I should have been more mature and I should have called her because it's better to discuss things verbally. Anyway, moral of the story is I think that you should reach out, but don't make the same mistake that I did. In my opinion, first ask her, hey, are you okay? What's going on? Have you been busy? It's only one question at a time. People will only answer one question at a time. Then you should ask, well, I'm kind of hurt that you haven't been talking to me if you are hurt, however you're feeling, and um, I just want to know what's going on. The mistake that I made was putting all of that together. I said, hey, are you okay? But I also put that I was hurt for all of these reasons. In my opinion, ask her first what's going on. Just keep it simple and it'll, trust me, it'll make the discussion much easier, especially if you call her or talk to her face to face. And another thing that's very important is when you ask someone a question, don't answer that question. For example, this would be wrong. Hey, what's going on? Is it because, why aren't you talking to me? Is it because, um, is it because you're, you're annoyed of me? That's something you shouldn't do. You asked her a question, but you also answered it. What you want to do is say, hey, are you okay? That way, it's just the question, and they don't hear what you want to hear, if that makes sense. Because I've learned that from my parents, like my dad does that to me, and, you know, it's not the best. So... I think that would help the discussion a lot to just reach out and be like, hey, what's going on? Are you okay? Um, Do you need help with something? Do you need to talk to me? I think that's honestly perfect advice, like spot on. I think like communication is the biggest like block with things like friendship issues or honestly any sort of relationship issues because a lot of people are too afraid to reach out or they're too stubborn or they're just like done and they feel like you know, this person doesn't want to listen to them, but honestly, like, communication can go a long way, and so this person, I would suggest pretty much everything that you said is just reach out, and I think it's a really good idea to be like, hey, are you okay? Because a lot of people overlook that. It's like, well, maybe they're not talking to me for a different reason. Like, maybe they're struggling right now, so I think that's, like, a really good first thing to do, and then, um, obviously, just trying to resolve things after that would be Uh, the best situation probably and hopefully you'll see some improvement in your friendship from there um and if not like maybe 
maybe she's just trying to distance herself from you for some reason I don't know but I just think that like once you kind of break that communication um, block that you have right now you can kind of start to dig into like what's going on and like why she's been acting this way so I hope that this helps you both deserve closure closure is like the best thing you can get from a situation like this you deserve closure I handle closure the wrong way but you can do it the right way um, and if you know if it ends up not working out and if maybe it wasn't you know maybe it wasn't meant to be some things are wrong wrong right person wrong time maybe you you weren't ready to be friends yet um but yeah you definitely both deserve closure if people tell you you've changed also you haven't changed they just you just don't act the way they want you to act anymore if that makes sense that's what happened to me my two friends told me that i had changed but then my friend who was helping me work through it out with them, who's my best friend now, which obviously for a good reason, because she told me that if someone tells you that you've changed, they don't get to make that decision. Only you do because you are yourself. You know how you've been acting. And if someone's tell you you've changed and you truly haven't, then you're just not acting how they want you to anymore. And sometimes that can not be a healthy relationship. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's really good advice to follow. I think, you know, if, if this friendship doesn't work out, like it, I really do live by like everything happens for a reason and so if it if it doesn't work out like it doesn't work out and I think some people make the mistake of thinking that like they need to try and and fix certain relationships but things fall apart for a reason and maybe you fall out of this friendship with this person so that you can meet someone who becomes an even better yeah. friend you never know and that's that's what happened to me exactly that's what yeah. happened to me so yeah I say just resolve this whole communication issue and at the end of it, you'll figure out if you guys are meant to be friends or not, and I hope that this gets solved for you, but um, thank you so much, Cleo, for helping me with advice and also being on this podcast. If there is anything that you want to leave, like a, a parting word for my listeners, feel free to do so. Uh, this is, this might be a little, like, something your grandma would tell you, but in my opinion, I think you should always surround yourself with people that you love. Because in the end, those are gonna be those are gonna be the people that are there for you. And that can be your family, your friends. Friends can be family. Family does not have to be related by blood. And make sure that you all drink water, get something to eat, wake up at a reasonable time, you know, do your homework. You can do it. Make sure that, you know, you're checking in on your friends or your family, you know. I know it can be annoying to be on around your family all the time because you're home. Trust me, I know how that is. Quarantine is an opportunity for all of us to grow and develop ourselves. So that's what I've been working on, and you can work on it too. Thank you for having me. Bye, besties. Have a great day. Okay, guys, that concludes this podcast episode. I hope that you enjoyed. I know it's kind of packed with a lot of information, a lot of stuff that was talked about, but if you listened all the way through, because this is literally a 50-minute long podcast, I'm very impressed. Um, if you listened all the way through, just send me a DM on Instagram at sisterspillyt or at spillcastofficial, one of those two accounts, and just tell me what your favorite, hmm, what should be this week? Let's do favorite songs. So DM me on Instagram if you listened all the way through. Just DM me your favorite song right now. Or um, if you don't have a favorite song, just do I don't have a favorite song. That's it. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. And if you want to send me some sort of voice message or advice that you want me to reply to, just DM me on either one of those accounts. Or you can send me a voice message through Instagram. Or you can send me a voice message through Anchor. The link 
will be in the description of my podcast episodes. You just click click on it and you can send me voice message through there. If I did not get to your advice this week, I apologize. I will get to it next week, but obviously this episode was a lot, so it will be safe for next week. I will talk to you guys next time.